theme, share that me. Hey, everybody, it's time for another episode of Is That a Foul? I'm your host, Connor Clifton, joined as always by my lovely co-host and dear, dear friend, Cody Edgar. How you doing, Cody? Hey, Connor, I'm doing sportstastic. (laughs) We're back. We're back. Baby. Oh, you could. You try. Oh, they all tried to keep us down. Yeah, I hope you didn't click unsubscribe. You know, so many people stopped me on the street, Connor, were like, hey, you doing sports podcasting? And I, I had was, the And I was thing. like, yeah, they'd be like, you better stop. And I was like, whoa. Huh? And they were like, then they'd be like, give me your, your, your pocket change. I was like, my pocket change? That's so messed up. I know. Guess what I did? Did you give it to him? Yeah, I, I, I reached into my pocket, uh-huh. and I pulled out a big middle finger. Oh, whoa. Flipped him the bird. You've got the biggest middle finger in town. I do have a pretty big middle finger. It's <laughs> nice. I had the opposite experience. I was walking down the street, and someone said, hey, are you doing that sports podcast Oh, no, still? Connor, for me, that was a bad sign. And I said, huh? Wait, Barack Obama? <laughs> what? And he said, well, that's right. And he said, oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yep. <laughs> and, like, and then he gave me one. Whoa. <laughs> and we cool. ate the peanut butter cup together. And he said, Connor, uh, I think you should do it again. Wow. So I called you up. I said, Cody, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. And I, I have to take some responsibility for the bit. Uh, and Because uh, I had stuff to do. And I feel bad. But you had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. If you guys didn't know, I moved back to Houston. I was woo getting woo I the whole reason we started the podcast <laughs> yeah. is to move back to you. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, with that came a new job, and with that job came uh, more shows I had to direct, and I had a big show to do, and it was a lot. The way I've been saying to people, explaining it to people, is that you moved back to Houston, and you got to work for a school that, like, really cares about the theater program. Yeah. There was a lot more pressure on you. Yeah. But a a little aside, I mentioned it on my other award-winning podcast, FM Ranger, um, that I think it paid off. It was worth it. I got to go see the play that you directed, Mm -hmm. and boy, howdy. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It was fantastic. It's insane. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We We worked really hard. And, Uh you know, while uh, I have had some people actually tell me, they really want this podcast to come back. Well, we're back, baby! Yeah, including myself. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because recently, you and I, we went down to NRG Park yeah. here in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And we saw a Houston Texans game. Yeah. And for the next two hours, or three hours, really, from the moment we sat down to the moment we left, I thought, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Yeah, Connor was majorly confused. <laughs> Uh, I would celebrate or get mad at certain things, and Connor would have a very blank expression on his face. <laughs> and, uh, but I was like reading the news on my phone. Yeah, you were, you were. Um, and like that was it was it was an experience. I love. I mean, I love football. I love going to football games. I have a love hate with, with football, though. And I think we're going to get into that a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, before you can tell me the topic of today, look, I'm going to be a little bit of a teacher's pet because I'm so so excited to be back. Wait a minute, Connor. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Did you do your homework? I did. Wow. Connor, uh, what was your homework assignment this week? It was, okay, so if you listen to the most recent episode, um, at the very end you tell me that uh, you want me to look up the five Super Bowl runs uh, consecutively. Three. Three? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Fuck, I missed Let me make sure I'm page. right, because this is before my football watching time. But it's, You're it's, probably right. In any case, it's about the Buffalo Bills getting to the Super Bowl multiple years in a row, I believe. Yes. And uh, then you wanted me to focus on one team member. Yeah, not of that team, but of a um, 
Uh, he was he was a Buffalo Bill, but not during that time. And his name's C.J. Spiller. C.J. Spiller. Yeah. Uh, Spiller to Biller. He number twenty eight running back. Yeah. Uh, played for Clemson. Yep. Was number twenty eight on Clemson, and he was twenty one on the Bills. And he switched with number twenty eight. They switched numbers, so he could give a little shout out to Clemson. Yay, Clemson! Yeah. So tell us about the nineties. Uh, uh, the Bills. What's going on with them? Oh, it was four. It was four. Okay. Four in a row. Going to be honest with you. Just focused on C.J. Spiller. Oh, you did? Okay, that works too. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, basically, if you didn't know, the uh, Bills went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and they lost every year, mm-hmm. uh, which was insane. And uh, I think still hasn't happened yet uh, where the same team goes back to back to back. And each one was like devastating. And Jim Kelly was the quarterback and like he hasn't talked about too much and like all wow. time kind of stuff. But like he got to the Super Bowl four times. And that's crazy. I mean, he's a legend. And people who know football know he's a legend, but he's not like, you know, if I walked down and I said, like, hey, Joe Montana, you'd be like, I know who that is. But if I said Jim Kelly, you'd be like, who? Hmm. And that's kind of crazy. Okay. So what else did you learn about uh, C.J. Spiller, though? Uh, very, based on the Wikipedia page, pretty unremarkable guy. Yeah, kind very of. Very nice guy. Uh, no real controversy, uh, family excluded. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he suffered some injuries. He Every time he got to the Super Bowl, I believe he didn't play. Yeah. Um, I think you indicated that he wasn't even present. Um, so I don't know too much about C.J. Spiller, except that he was a serviceable running back for a long time. Replaced Marshawn Lynch yeah. after Marshawn Lynch got uh, injured mm-hmm. and then it, traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Exactly. Uh, then he went on to a Super Bowl. Um, so, uh, but the deal with C.J. Spiller was C.J. Spiller was just uh, a serviceable running back who at the time, at some times, was like one of the best in the league. And then you look, and that was maybe like five years ago. And then you look, and he's out of the league now. And that's how running backs kind of go, is that every year you're like, oh, um, oh, my God, this guy is incredible. And then out of nowhere, they're like, oh, they have a new running back? What happened? And it's just they kind of fell out of favor. You know, Dominic Davis was a huge Texans running back that no one talks about anymore. And for a couple of years, he was like a hot commodity. I know he tied with Anquan Bolden for like Rookie of the Year one time. And everybody was like, oh, my God. And then he was just gone. But you were right about one thing. C.J. Spiller is a nice guy and just a cool guy. And one of the ways that we know that is, well, Connor, I got you a present. Oh, cool. What'd you give me? <laughs> well, Connor, I have a little message. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think I know what this is. I have a little message from our friend, C.J. Spiller. <laughs> What's going on, Connor? This your man, C.J. Spiller. And obviously, uh, my man Cody tell me that, you know, you have very little uh, background information about sports. So I kind of want to give you a, a kind of up-to-date type thing. Uh, really, the greatest sport on this planet is football. And I'm not talking about soccer. I'm talking about football with the round, oval ball, NFL, college. If you don't have a college team, I encourage you to root for the Clemson Tigers, the defending national champions. Uh, so there you go. Uh, then again, it's a great sport. It teaches everything that you need in life. It teaches you about character, adversity, teamwork, dedication, sacrifice. I mean, the game of football is a great life teaching tool. So if you're young enough to play, I encourage you to play it. Uh, also, I hear you got a fantasy team. Hopefully you got some great players uh, on your team. Hopefully you can get you a good win. The biggest thing is make sure you're starting the great, uh, great players each and every week, checking your lineup, making the edits that you need to make, and uh, going out and having a good time. Um, but again, and then another thing, 
We like basketball. You know, LeBron is a big, big time player. I'm pretty sure you know who LeBron is. You know, I'm a, myself. I'm a Kobe Bryant type fan. Obviously, he's not playing anymore. But you know, basketball is cool. You got the Lakers. You got the uh, the Clippers going to be good this year. Obviously, you got Kevin Durant. You got Steph Curry over at the Warriors. So, man, telling you, get involved with sports. It'll change your life. You'll you'll never want to watch anything else. And then when football ends, you'll be begging for it to come back on. Uh, after February, and then also at the end, at the end of the day, love that theme and share that meme, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I have been sitting on that for a month and a half. <laughs> Does any of our friends know? Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> if you didn't get catch that, that was CJ Spiller <laughs> himself. Was that cameo? Yeah, it was cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it was about thirty bucks. It was so worth it. Oh my god! Well, I guess that's now the official the uh, like tagline for the show. Yeah. Love that theme. Share that me. <laughs> I can't believe he actually said it. I literally on the thing, but like he doesn't know about football. Tell about football, but at the end, please say love that theme. <laughs> and he, and the, the best part is he goes and at at the at, at the end of the day, <laughs> love that team, share, share that, that meme, meme, baby. Oh my god! Uh, thank you, CJ. Thank we you, love CJ. you. Thank you, CJ. Oh Miller. my god! All right, I gotta turn a fan on. I'm laughing no, way too good. hard. My favorite part of this entire process for those uh, that aren't aware is that I kept telling Connor to look at the Buffalo Bills, and then I was also like, oh, and CJ Spiller, and he was like. Why? There's nothing about this guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like a bigger theme I want to look at. <laughs> like, like, he's the uh, cheapest player yeah, yeah. I can afford. <laughs> really, honestly. Brett Favre is $500. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, I guess he's got to pay off all those lawsuits. Yeah, really, really. Um, and he mentioned the fantasy team, which I think we're going to talk about more next, uh, <laughs> uh, next episode. But fantasy football, let's do a little recap real quick. First off. Astros, World Series. Uh, we're currently, by the time that this podcast airs, we could be done. We could be on our way to the World Series. Oh, wow. A- up um, against the Nationals. Washington up against the Nationals. Yeah, first yeah. Uh, World Series appearance ever, uh, making the Seattle Mariners the only team to have never reached a World Series. Yikes. I know, that sucks for them. Poor, poor Seattle sports. You know, I played on the Mariners when I was in Little League. So did I. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good little uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Real bummed I couldn't get to the World Series. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you had a chance, Connor. Um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're on their. Uh, they're doing gr- great. Um, had some problems with the offense in the uh, ALCS so far, and a little bit in the ALDS near the end. Um, but now, kind of bats are kind of coming alive. The pitching's been stellar, uh, and yeah, uh, Connor, what do you think of Jordan's recent slump? Okay, so I saw. I have been watching. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna be like, oh, no, Jordan. <laughs> No, uh, look, somebody said, hot take, uh, in the postseason, Thordon's been on a waste, we should drop him. And I say, no, he's a freaking rookie. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, oh, so for what, what, like, six 22. games, six games, six games into the postseason, this was posted. I was like, fuck you, six yeah. games? He got us here. Yeah, yeah, he was like, a huge part of our offense. And the thing about it is, with a kid that young, these lights are so bright. And some of them go up to the bat, like that Kleiber Torres guy, or Gleiber Torres on um, Glaber. I don't know how to say the name of Torres. He was um, 
he is a Yankee who's like 23 years old, and he's going nutty for on offense in playoffs. And some react really well to the playoff atmosphere. Some take a little bit of time to get used to it. I don't think he'll be like that for the rest of his career. He's 22. He's going to play for like 15 more years. Yeah. He'll be fine. Um, uh, and then other news, uh, basketball is about to start up. Uh, Russell Westbrook on the Rockets. Um, last night they had a game, and it was not pretty. Uh-oh. Um, was it preseason game? Preseason. Okay. Defense was an issue. We lost to the Spurs by a good margin. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm still still very uh, hopeful, optimistic, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, and then football, uh, Texans off to a hot start. Um, we uh, finally got some people on the offensive line to kind of shield um, Deshaun Watson. The game we went to, Deshaun was on. Our quarterback, he was going nutty out there. I mean, we won the game. Yeah, but we, w- we had 50-plus points. And we had stuffed wings. Yeah, we had some stuffed wings. They were good. <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> yeah, <thank you>. um, <laughs> But, yeah, but the bigger thing is, is that Connor, our own Connor here, has a fantasy football team at work. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a fantasy football team. Should we get into the fantasy football? I think we can preview it for next week. I think, like, you can set it up as in, tell them what happened. (laughs) Okay. So, I joined the fantasy football (laughs) league at work. And it was a Monday. Uh, The draft was starting. And I totally forgot about it. And uh, for fans of me, uh, you know that I have a radio show on uh, Monday nights mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock. So I'm telling Cody, I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm texting him furiously yep. about it. And he says, well, when did the draft start? I find out, is it 8 p.m.? Yeah, it's literally when it started. I, I can't do it. So I gave Cody my login information. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> you you picked everyone on my team. Yes. And while my lineup is great, I Always forget to switch them out. Yeah. And I lost this week. I lost by 0.5 points. No. And I did it terribly. I got like 85 points. Oh, and my wow. opponent got 85.5. Wow. So shout out to uh, Ricardo for job, doing Ricardo. a little better than me. Good job, Ricardo. Uh, well, None of us. The only person who knows what the fuck they're doing is the one guy in sales. Um, well, I don't know if you listened, but uh, CJ told you to set your lineups. And um, that's really important. If, if we had been doing this. I would have known. Yeah. I've been sitting on it for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, CJ. I will definitely remember forever Thanks, now. CJ. Uh, so, Connor, our, our topic today is football, and more specifically, the rules. Is that the football team? Yeah, thing? yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other one is, are you ready for some football? <laughs> take a knee, take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. Same guy. Well, now Carrie Underwood sings it. She's like, pass tootin', rootin', tootin', here we go. <laughs> the Packers and the 49ers put on a show. <laughs> they always change the lyrics. Uh, he used to do that, too. Hank Williams used to do that. But it's always like, the Cowboys coming into the town. They're ready for a win. But are they ready for the rootin', tootin', dolphins? <laughs> it's, like, it's always like rhyming. It's like ter- I love that. It's like terrible. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we're doing that. And I think I need to, I think I need to talk. I think I need to talk a little bit. All right. Well, wh- how, what are you going to do? I feel like I'm going to do Cody Sports Spiel. Yeah! yeah. It's back. It's back, baby. All right. And it's got the same amount of cringy <laughs> BS it always has. <laughs> I'm excited. Here we go. I've been looking forward to this all week. <laughs> hey, Johnny, won't you throw me that pig skin? <laughs> also, are you still reeling from the effects of Black Friday? Additionally, I feel that that whole Civil War thing was pretty crazy. What are your thoughts? 
This is probably what Walter Camp, the father of football, <laughs> said to his friend Johnny in the 1880s when he created the rules and regulations that transformed a offshoot of rugby into the brand new game of football. Or as it was known back then, that thing we do to forget the fact that Jack the Ripper is tearing his way through London as we speak. Wait, 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 wait. Americans created football to distract themselves from Jack the Ripper in London? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Old Wally Camp might have invented the rules of the game, but they have changed significantly since then. But how? And why? And who just, just who was Jack the Ripper? Are we going to answer all these questions? (laughs) And more. (laughs) The rules, are f- uh, football, uh, the rules of football are simple and complex. At the same damn time, shout out future, the goal is simple. Get that ball across a line from a different line, less than 100 yards away. The way that you get there and what limits you uh, and what limits there are in your pursuit of that line is very complex, my dear boy. Uh, <laughs> we kick the game off with just that, a kickoff. <laughs> One team receives it and returns it. The other team must tackle him. Okay. So I can, there we go. Um, from the spot of where they tackle him, the team on the offensive side gets four plays to reach the 100-yard line, also known as the gold line, and get a touchdown. Uh, and they get uh, every play is determined from the hike of the ball to the point in which one tack- tackles the player with the ball, or they run out of bounds. Okay. For every 10 yards that the offense travels, they are rewarded with a fresh set of four downs. Okay. Okay. If they cannot get a touchdown in four downs or the last set of the four downs, uh, they give the ball to the other team. They can also elect to punt it on that fourth down if they really don't think they're going to get across. Okay? Four quarters in a game. Each quarter is 15 minutes. Scoring is done in three major ways, and there's two minor ones. Okay? Most common ways are touchdowns, six points. Points after touchdowns, which are small kicks that you can do, or you can run or throw the ball in. If you kick it, one point. If you run it or throw it, two points. Okay. Okay. Uh, and field goals. Kicks that occur during your downs, if you aren't confident you're going to get a first down or a touchdown. Those are worth three. Okay. Sounds relatively simple, right? Any questions? Uh, yeah, real quick. When you mentioned um, kicking or throwing either one or two points, could you throw the ball in between the field goal post? Good question. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. No, good question, but no. <laughs> don't try it. Everybody would laugh at you. <laughs> They'd be like, who's this knucklehead? He'd be like, it's me, Connor. <laughs> I want to be on the team. I want to be on the team so dick bad. They'd <laughs> be like, Connor. They'd be like what? They'd be like, Connor, more like. Blunder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you seeing this, CJ Spiller? <laughs> CJ. Do you think CJ subscribed? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to tag him and oh thank him. Oh, my God, him. please. And oh, dude. He is not doing anything. He will respond. I love it. He probably will listen him after him this episode. I love it. I, I called him insignificant a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, CJ. No. Sorry, CJ. Sounds relatively simple, right? Well, it gets way more complicated. Football is one of the most complicated sports. In terms of rules, I was going to pick out some weird rules or some crazy stuff like I did with the baseball episode. There's too many. Uh, Wow. Literally, the coaches don't know all the rules. Uh, And it happens over and over again. I've heard Bill Belichick say that a few (laughs) times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll talk about him later. Um, (laughs) They uh, literally, 
are, there's so many times where like a random rule is just thrown out and people are like, what? I didn't even know that was a rule. And it was like, yeah, well, this situation doesn't happen all the time, but there's a, a million crazy situations that can happen in football. Um, and it's insane. Kind of sounds like the circus in D.C. right now. Well, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll avoid politics. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's pretty crazy. Um, but at the same time, uh, it, gets, it, it gets even more complex. Uh, more rule changes came pretty constantly after the invention of the sport. So in the 1860s was when the first game was played, but it was really um, more of soccer, um, except there was continuous play, no substitutions, and it was basically just people pushing each other from one thing to the other. And instead of getting into a goal, they just had to get it past the line, right? And it was the same thing with rugby where there were scrums, yeah. and you could, like, block and hit people and stuff, and it was crazy. Now, when we were at the Texans game, there, what the announcer did say, uh, they referred to the defensive line as the scrum, and you made fun of him for that. I said it wasn't the defensive line; it was the defensive line versus the offensive line. It was like this big push and pull, and a player ran through it, and they was like, "Oh, trying to get through the scrum," and I was like, "Tee hee!" <laughs> like <laughs> that's silly. But it is a scrum. A scrum is basically when two opposing forces are pushing each other back, and neither one of them is making any headway. Okay. Uh, but they kind of move as a unit, right? So if these guys ah. push, they kind of stay together, and they're all just kind of pushing, right? And mm. that's what rugby is. It, rugby and the scrum. That's what that is. Okay. Um, we're not gonna touch that though. Um, and then after a while, they made some more rules. Walter Camp was the main guy who came in and was like, hey, you're going to have four downs. You're going to have a quarterback. You're going to have this, this, and this. But the game was still just running. Um, there was no – there was just – you would hand uh, – and then Walter Camp was the one who was like, let's pick the ball off the ground. Let's hold it and let's run it. And basically, they would snap the ball, give it to somebody to run, and then they would create these formations, right? So like a flying V. Right, they would have the flying V formation, uh, kind of like an inverted little V or an arrow, and the guy would stand right here, and they would all just run forward, and they would like hit people out of the way, right? And it was really dangerous. And in 1909, 12 people died uh, playing football. In one game? No, oh. in, in, one, in <laughs> one year. Um, and so, um, you oh, know, shit. who do you think was responsible for one of the biggest changes of all time in football? That's right, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, Teddy got mad about the deaths and proposed a big change. If you had given me a chance to guess, that's exactly who I was going to say, by he, the way. And he was like, we, j we can't have big sticks, but, but still, we, you shouldn't be killing people. <laughs> <laughs> he, pro he proposed the big stick rule. No, he actually was the one who made them change it and was the inventor. Not He didn't invent it, but he forced them to invent the forward pass. They had never passed the ball before. They just kind of ran around. Was he president at the time? Um, I don't, I, I think he was actually. Do you know what year this happened? 1920. 1920? Yeah. Shit, I don't know when he was president. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, I thought, oh man, I honestly thought he was president in like the 1920s. CJ, when was? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. When was Teddy Roosevelt president? I'm getting it. 1901 to 1909. So this wow. was after he was president. Maybe, maybe it was. I think. I think he made the rule in 1909 because I said that's when the bad thing happened. And they didn't really implement it until 1920. Oh, something like that. That was his like after presidency legacy. Maybe. Yeah, it was the forward. He was a sportsman. He boxed uh, diplomats yeah. at the White House. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine he would care about that's this sick stuff. Sick shit. He's a cool dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> like most presidents, there's good and bad. Yeah. Um, so, uh, penalties play a huge part, too. That's one of the hardest things I think you are very confused about, is what is a penalty? Yeah. Is you that a foul? You were predicting. That's exactly <laughs> it. Is that a foul? We, you were predicting what penalties would be called as soon as you saw the flag go up. And yeah. you were right 
all, every time. Yeah. And I kept saying, Cody, <laughs> is that a foul? Yeah. And you were very annoyed that, with me. And that guy stepped up. He's like, I thought I told you not to podcast. He started beating me up and taking my <laughs> pocket change again. I was like, oh, no, my middle fingers are broken. <laughs> I can't tell them off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, penalties play a huge part. Sometimes this person can't touch that person unless this person's over here. Sometimes this person plays this position so he can't be near this person or near the ball or this guy who plays this position. Uh, it's confusing. Uh, let's dive in. Let's talk it out. And let's really figure out who was Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every murder mystery podcast fan is listening like, just like, get to the end. Just get to the ripper. <laughs> Why was he called the ripper? Do you know? Because he ripped their guts out. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Okay. This, we avoid any and all controversial topics on this podcast. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back to how we hate the military. <laughs> We'll get to that on a later episode. (laughs) I consciously said, like, "Ah, on the return, let's not talk about it. (laughs) Okay, cool. Like, you didn't tell me that because you know I wouldn't say it. You had to tell yourself in the mirror. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Keep it funny. Keep it clean. Privates first aren't the only people who have class. (laughs) I can, too. All right, let's get back into it. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Um, it is confusing. It is dumb. Um, there's a lot of fodder here to talk about. Uh, and I think you've got some cues that I think will lead us into those conversations. I do have some cues. Uh, and I thought up of some new cues listening to you give your sports spiel. So we'll see if I can keep track of everything here. Awesome. Um, these rules are a little similar to our baseball rule episode. Yes. So when was the last time a rule of football was created, and what was it? Uh, so, 2019. Uh, they have new rules every year, pretty wow. much. Uh, they roll them out because football's young, like, relatively. Like, 1967 was the first Super Bowl, and um, people didn't give a crap about it too much before that. Um, it really is, like, a thing that, like, is getting more and more popular as we go, and now it's kind of going back down a little bit with its recent controversies, yeah. but it's still a huge market, a huge industry, but they're still trying to figure it out. Um, things like instant replay wasn't around until like the 90s. Uh, the safety concerns that we're facing every day, yes. those are pretty fresh and new. Issues, um, and they're really trying to CTE. figure out how, how to balance the heart of the game with keeping it safe. And the heart of the game, and why a lot of people like to watch the game, not myself, weirdly, I never, like... I remember when I was a kid, I would watch YouTube big hits compilations, and I did think they were cool. But when I saw a player get hit really bad on the field, I I can't think of a single time a person got hit really bad that was my favorite time in football history, except for the time where um, Cortland Finnegan and Andre Johnson uh, got into a fight on the field, and Andre Johnson got him and just started walloping him in the face, and it was sick as shit. Wow. <laughs> it was so awesome. I definitely remember it was, it was such a little bitch. 2009 Super Bowl, maybe the 2010. Uh, I believe the Steelers were up, and there was a guy who ran, uh, he intercepted the ball uh, at the opponent's end zone, and he ran it all the way yeah. to the end. That was, that was like 2013, 2012 around. Okay. That was James Harrison. All right. He. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. He was on the oxygen mask afterwards, yes. just like catching his breath. Maybe it wasn't James Harrison. It was a Steelers defender back then. Well, later in the game, he punches the dude in the chest. And I thought, oh, you're <laughs> not cool at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is that it's a game of aggression. 
That's yeah. what it is. And so they're trying to make it safe, but half the fans want it to be violent. Half the players want it to be violent. Um, and so there's this weird disconnect. Even a lot of the players that have CTE are like, stop changing the game. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, hmm. Hmm. A little bit of Stockholm there. Well, I mean, not Stockholm syndrome, but a little bit of, uh, you know, follow the leader. We'll get through this episode. We'll revisit this stuff at a later episode. Because, yeah, right, I've I told you off air uh, my opinions on that love of aggression. Yeah. But I. It's sick. Yeah. I don't. Hmm, we'll get to that. I love the fired up attitude. And I love the, like, I'm going to tackle you. I'm going to get you on the ground. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, that goes past that. Have you ever heard of Bounty Gate? Yes. That was one of my. Uh, wasn't that one of my homework assignments? It was the New Orleans Saints coach. Did we do Bounty Gate? Maybe we did. Nah. I think I we talked about it briefly, maybe. I, yeah. I yeah. know we talked about I, it. We talked about it because my brother is a Saints fan, and I wanted to make I him eat his fucking words. Yeah, yeah. You're going to eat crow. Um, <laughs> that was a thing that was built on hurting people, and like <sighs> some people still defend it. That's so... I, I don't know, man. You got points for injuring people. Like That's that's say you got bonuses. That's crazy. This is... I think football, above all sports, is the sport that kept me from liking sports. I would, I would completely understand that. Like, I have friends, like Jared and Maddie, both are two people that like football was a huge connector of us. Like, some of the best moments I have with Maddie Rich are cheering on the Packers because we're both Packers fans. I did not know that about you. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know I was a Packers fan. No, I thought you were only a Texans fan. Oh, I wear the Packers shirts and everything. Oh, I guess we don't talk about sports before. This is, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge Packers fan. Uh, my dad was a huge Packers fan. I've been a Packers fan since I was a kid. Brett Favre was my hero until he stabbed me in the back. Um, and um, Oh, did he send you a picture of his dick? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, Brett! <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't ask for this! <laughs> Consent, Brett. Can Brent. Um, <laughs> and um, he... Uh, no, I've just been a Packers fan my whole life. And Maddie. Uh, dated a guy, and she became, and he was a Packers fan. She came, became really into the Packers. Then after they broke up, she still just kept that Packers wow. with her. And so we used to go and watch Packers games. And one time the Packers beat the Cowboys, and we were at a bar with all Cowboys fans. It was just me and Maddie Rich. We were just screaming at people. It was so fun. Tell, I want to know, because I know a few uh, Houston-based Packers fans. There um, is My brother, my stepbrother Darby, he, he had a Green Bay uh, pillowcase. Yeah. And I... I think he had the cheese head, which when I thought of cheese head, I was like, I want to be a Packers fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Packers legacy um, is awesome. And the f- I, I've never been into Lambeau, um, but I can't wait to make the pilgrimage one day. It's like a holy thing. Like, it's just crazy. We, c- we could go. We, we should I go. I would love to go to Lambeau with you. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll do an episode on this because I'm very curious. Why would you cheer for a team that's not your local team? So the thing about Packers are they won the first Super Bowl. They're one of the oh. oldest groups, so a lot of people have just migrated around the United States and had families. Like, if you look at me, like, my dad is from Iowa. In Iowa, they don't have a football team, so they cheer for the Packers. My dad was stationed near Green Bay. Uh, he saw Bart Starr on an elevator once. Like, uh, he told me about it. It was the coolest thing ever. And so <laughs> when I grew up, he had all Packers stuff all around the house. We, Packers were always on TV, and this was before the Texans were a team. So I was just a huge Packers fan. And so, like, the Packers played the Cowboys the other week, and it was in Dallas. And at AT&T Stadium, there was this entire section that was Packers fans. Um, this is huge section. And there's, like, a Cowboys fan who tweeted from me. He's like, this sucks. And, like, it's awesome to me. It's just so cool because, yeah, they're just a classy, good organization. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, cool. Love it back. Do you think we'll ever like go. just go uh, do specials on individual teams? That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Okay. Yeah, cool. What was that rule? That oh, uh, the rules that came in this year. Um, so pass interference is a thing, yeah. uh, and it got called a few times when we were watching the game, and I pointed it out, and I tried to explain it to you a couple times. Can I try and explain what pass interference is? Yes. Pass interference, I'm running. You're on my team. You go you to throw the ball to me. Yes, I am the quarterback, and you are the wide receiver. I am the wide receiver. Yes. And I'm running. I'm going to go grab it. Someone on the defensive line goes to tackle me, and they either pull my hand away so I can't catch the ball, or they push me so I can't catch the ball. But it is uh, interfering with me receiving a pass before I can receive it. Yes, you are very close. It's a little bit. The, the thing about that is, even what you just said is so vague. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the rule is so specific. So if you are going for the ball, because what happens if I don't see the ball? And I just tackle you, and I don't know that the ball is coming to you. I don't know what's happening. Like, there's too much going on. So, okay. uh, I mean, that'd be a foul anyways. But here we go. Pass interference is if I throw the ball to you, you're about to catch it. The, the, the textbook thing is the, the ultimate example of pass interference would be if you're about to catch the ball, the ball doesn't even hit your hands, and already I just tackle you to the ground. Okay? Okay. If I bump you to get the ball, that's pass interference. Okay. If I interfere with your hands going towards the ball, that's pass interference. If I make a play for the ball, and as I'm trying to get the ball, my hand hits your hand, that is not pass interference. Okay. You need to be going for the ball. So I think at the Texas game we were at, a pass interference call was called where the guy was running, or maybe it was a different game. He was running for the ball, and he m hit the opposing player, but it was very obvious he wasn't even looking at the ball. He was just trying to hit the guy. You need to be going for the ball. Now, once the ball touches, not a catch, but just a touch on the player who's trying to receive its hands, it's fair game. Ooh. I, it, I can wait till you catch the ball and just hit you real hard, and if you drop the ball, it's an incomplete pass. Okay. As long as you didn't make a full catch. Um, the new – so uh, last year, um, the Saints and Rams were playing in the NFC Championship game with a ticket to the Super Bowl on the line. Um, and not just a ticket. They got to play in the game. Um, and so um, they uh, – and in the fourth quarter, one of the last drives of the game, the Saints um, had the ball, and they threw it. And before the guy could even get to the ball, the guy was wrapped all over him and just would not let him get to the ball. And they did not call it. And it cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl. And oh, no. it was really a huge deal to everybody. And so this year – um, you can so coaches have these things called challenges, and you get one a uh, half. It's the red flag that they have in their pocket, and they can throw it out. What that means is they want the refs to overlook the last play. So if you say I didn't get two feet in bounds, you have to have two feet in bounds when you catch the ball. You have to have two feet in to get a catch, one foot in college, but two in NFL. If I say two feet were in, and you say two feet weren't in, I can throw my red flag and say look it over, and then if they look it over and they uh, approve it and it gets overturned, you get whatever it was. Oh, okay. Um, and if not, it gets uh, upheld, and you lose a timeout. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, you only get three timeouts per half, and they're very valuable in the NFL, way more than any other sport. Um, so, um, that being said, now the new rule is coaches can challenge pass interference calls 
and non-pass interference calls. So if there was – on that play, he could have thrown his challenge and said, there was pass interference over there. I saw it. And they could look back at it and go, there was. Mm. So if it's a non-call, they can challenge it. And if it's called and they didn't think that was real, they can challenge it. Okay. Yeah, it's happened a few times. And so that's a really cool thing. I think I like that one. Um, other, uh, that's like the major rule change that would really, uh, I think that you could really grasp. The other ones are kind of either smaller or weirder. Um, one of them now is there's no blindside blocks, which means if I'm going to tackle you and your buddy comes by and hits me where I'm not looking, uh, even if it's not in the back, you can't, you're not allowed to block people in the back. Um, but if they hit me in the side, and I'm not looking over there. It's a penalty. Okay. Try to make it safe. Moving along here. Yeah. <clears throat> As far as I know, football is a uniquely American sport. Am I wrong? And if I'm not wrong, which is likely, why hasn't it taken off in other countries and cultures? So it, it, it's not uniquely American. There are Canadian football leagues. There's a German football league. Um, but it's obviously only – it's the biggest uh, – it's biggest in America. Yeah. And there's a few reasons for that. Name a sport that you think is uniquely worldwide. Or not – just, it's just your worldwide sport. Um, I would say baseball. Baseball is one. What's the bigger one? Basketball. Oh, B- hockey? B- bigger. Soccer? Yes. So soccer is... Uh, <laughs> I just named golf? Yeah, yeah. Soccer, basketball, and baseball are pretty worldwide. So- okay. Soccer and basketball probably being the two biggest, right? Okay. Soccer and basketball are big. If you're going to play soccer, what do you need? Uh... A team? No, like in terms of items. Oh, a ball? Uh, yeah. And nets? Yeah. Uh, if you want to play basketball, what do you need? A ball and hoops. Yeah. If you want to play football, what do you need? A ball. Goal posts. Something to mark the lines. Pads. Um, uh, every type of pad. Helmets. Um, if you want to start, a, I'm, I'm just talking about starting. Like, I'm talking about like if you want to play like a little game of football on the side that's touch, that's fine. If you want to start a league. Imagine in America, if you are a few dads that want to start a league <laughs> in your neighborhood. Yeah. In America, you need pads. Yeah. And you can probably afford those pads um, in some parts of America. Um, in a lot of the uh, main thing being, it's expensive. Uh, those pads cost a lot of money. Those goal posts that you have to erect that have to be this big by this big yeah. have to be a lot of money. Uh, upkeep of the field is like different and weird. Um, Soccer is easy. You put on some loose-fitting clothes on. A you do fo- need a net, sure, but you don't like yeah, n- nets okay. versus goalposts. Goalposts are these giant things. Yeah, in the sky. And I guess the players you don't really need. I mean cleats, yeah. but I don't know if those are like not. Yeah, I mean you have cleats in football too. Yeah, so, so. I'm okay. just saying it is is more expensive to get all that stuff together. Gotcha. Um, the other thing about it is that it's complicated. It's so complicated. A lot of people don't under like even some people who are coaches don't understand a hundred percent of it. Most people that are coaches don't understand a hundred percent of it. Soccer, there's not a lot to get. Um, you understand it way easier. Uh, it's just kind of moving along. Basketball is way easier than uh, in terms of rules and regulations and penalties yeah. than uh, football. Uh, football still doesn't know what a catch is. Um, they still haven't defined exactly the, the definition of a catch is debated. <laughs> what it means to catch the ball. Um, and that's insane okay. that that is being debated. Um, that game that me and Maddie went to was the catch game, the Packers versus the Cowboys, yeah. where Des Bryant 
I'm putting this in quotes here because I'm a Packers fan, caught the ball and uh, didn't really understand what was going on um, because he didn't – they called it not a catch. And it was because he didn't have complete control when he came down, and it's like a whole dumb thing. Hmm. Um, so it's a crazy thing. I think it's too complicated. I think it's too expensive. I think it's also too violent. And I think a lot of people just don't want to watch that in all different countries. And yeah. we indulge okay. ourselves. And, yeah, it's just hard to get into everywhere. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along. It's my neighbor. Don't worry about him. Oh, okay. uh, he borrowed my lawnmower for a little bit. Gotcha. Right. Um, rule number three. Have there been rules put into place that weren't the best fit and were subsequently removed? Yeah, I want to talk about one because there's too many. It happens all the time. Wow. I'll talk about one before this one. Uh, they <laughs> made a- end zone celebrations. They had like a limit. Uh, there's a key and peel sketch about it where like literally they were mad at players for celebrating too much after touchdowns. Yeah. So they made an entire big rule about it. I remember like, that. That was like you can't celebrate this long. They were literally count you down and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's insane and fucking dumb. And it made me so <laughs> mad. And then 2017, they brought him back, baby. I and now last week, uh, the members of the – was it the Seahawks? I think it was the Seahawks. Anyways, they did the bye 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 dance. Five of them. It was oh. Ain't no laughing. Bye bye bye. bye. And it was so sick. It hey, was man. Awesome. We're recording. Can we do this later? Yeah. All right. No, it's okay. <laughs> Is that the battery? Yeah. You can just leave it down there. It's no problem. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks for, did it work all right? Yeah, great. Great. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, See ya. We'll leave it in. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. All right. Rule number <laughs> okay. two. What happened? Oh, football. <laughs> um, okay. So, the year is two. Th- oh, God. If I get this wrong, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, 2002, I believe. Let me make sure I'm right on this so I don't get, like, lambasted by the likes of Chris Skelton. 2001. <laughs> I love you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love Chris. Uh, he's so cool. 2001, okay? Um, uh, AFC divisional playoff game. Raiders, Patriots. This was before the Patriots were the Patriots. They were nothing. Tom Brady was a nobody. Um, and they are trying to get to the conference championship to try to get that ticket to the Super Bowl. Um Tom Brady takes a snap. It's in the fourth quarter. Um, He brings the ball back. Tom Brady goes to throw the ball. He decides not to and decides to tuck the ball in. So he's about to throw it. He decides not to, and he's going to bring it close to his body because he thinks he's going to get hit. He does get hit. And as he gets hit, the ball comes out. The Raiders fall on it. It's called a fumble. And all is well in the world. Until the... um, Referees think that maybe a rule that's lodged into the rule book is um, going to prevent it. I'm going to show you the play right now so you kind of understand. I'm going to clap and mark this. Uh, Edit point. Go ahead. So you'll see here Tom gets the snap in the shotgun. He goes back. Here comes Charles Woods on the side. He's going to throw it. Nope. Okay. Looks like a fumble. Yeah. A couple things you got to understand. Uh, there's a forward motion rule. If I am a quarterback and I am throwing the ball like this, okay, mm-hmm. and you hit me while I throw it, yeah. it's not a fumble. 
because I'm going to throw it. Okay. So it's an incomplete pass. Incomplete pass. Gotcha. Okay. And that's the rule, and everybody knows that rule. So if I'm going like this and you hit me and it falls out, it's a pass. Okay. Because okay. I was going forward. Maybe I hadn't released it yet, but I was going forward. And so, but he, and he was going forward, but then he stopped going forward and he brought it into his side mm -hmm. right before it happened. So, um, what they discovered was um, they, uh, if you look right here, you can see it pretty clearly. He goes, decides to tuck. No. Okay. Okay. What they discovered was there was this thing lodged deep into the uh, rule book. I think it had only been called one time before, and it was called the tuck rule. And what the tuck rule says is that if you're going forward and you decide to tuck it, you have to go from the end of the tuck. So all the way of you putting it into your body, that's also a pass. Wow. Which is horse shit. Because <laughs> no, it's not. And also, how do you decide when it stops going in? If a player just goes, whoa, and puts it all around his body, is it still a pass? What are you talking about? That sounds like, oh, man, one of my homework assignments when we talked about Deflate Gate, um, there was somebody that uh, Bill Belichick and Kraft brought in to work for the Patriots organization, where he's like, he couldn't play at all. He was an ugly dude, but he knew every fucking rule of football. Yeah. And it sounds like that's the kind of guy you need to be like, tuck rule, please. Yeah, like it, it wasn't even the Patriots that did that. It was one of the refs who was like, wait a minute, I think tuck rule. And they went, huh? And he was like, let's look at it. And they go, oh, shit. And apparently the guy who was the um, referee kind of uh, – he was like the lead of the referees. He was watching the game at home, and he went, oh, look, it's over. There's no controversy. You know, when you're a guy like that, you're watching for controversies. And then he watched the replay and went, oh, shit. <laughs> this is going to be a tuck rule. Um and no one knew what that rule was, and they were all like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was tucking the ball when they go, yeah, but that's, that's still forward motion. And they were like, no, it's fucking not. And uh, everybody got mad. And so when you talk, when people talk about the Patriots and things they hate, they go, spy gate, deflate gate, tuck rule. Uh, they always, and this was called, this is known as, if you look at the name of it on Tuck YouTube, rule game. The tuck rule game. I Well, okay, whether or not you, no matter how you feel about the rule, that sounds like that was a damn good ref. Yeah, he was right. It was just they literally started their dynasty on that game. They won that. So they 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 came. So they gave the ball back to them. Said it was an incomplete pass. They went down the field, got a touchdown. Mark uh, Vinatieri, Adam Vinatieri, kicks the game-winning field goal in the snow to win that game, and they win their first Super Bowl that year. The Patriots. Yes, and since then it's been the Patriots. That game made the Patriots. Uh, and without uh, Mr. Tuck rule, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so in 2013, they abol hmm. 2013 they abolished the Tuck rule, and now if you're going to go tuck it and you get hit, it's a fumble. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Pretty All right. Crazy. Moving Tommy. Tommy Tuck. <laughs> Moving it along. Question number four: Who decides the rules? Uh, pretty simple answer. Um. Uh. Of course, I fumble for it. Uh, the NFL Competition Committee uh, is a group of people kind of similar to, like, the board uh, that we talked about for the MLB. And okay. they kind of discuss potential rules that have been, like, floated across their desks by different owners and uh, general managers and coaches. They put it together, and then they pr put it before the owners and the coaches, and they vote. So uh, every owner and every head coach votes. And so for something like the pass interference rule, they voted in all but the 49ers – 
owner and coach voted yay on getting that one. So okay, yeah. that's how it gets done. Hmm. Yeah. All right, my last question is that what rules would you like to see implemented, or is the game perfect? Uh, it's the farthest game from perfect. <laughs> First of all, they got to figure out this whole thing. Um, about who Jack the Ripper is? Yeah, who the fuck Jack the Ripper is, and what does it mean by rip? <laughs> I already told you what it means. I don't believe you. <laughs> do you know, uh, do you know, <laughs> this is completely different, but I've been thinking about this so often I have nobody to talk about it with. Do you know who Ja Rule is? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, do you know he had that beef with 50 Cent? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do 50 Cent wrote about it in his book, um, The Art of 50 Cent. Really? And it was all about how he, this is why 50 Cent loves Trump. Is because he knew it's like I'm gonna call out Ja Rule in my song. I'm gonna troll the hell out of him, and then I'm gonna take his territory. Yeah, and he did. Um, Fifty Cent had a song. Uh, I believe it was "Your Life's on the Line." Um, it might have been "Back Down." I think it was "Your Life's on the Line." And Ja Rule's whole thing that he used to say was "Murder" because he was Murder Incorporated was his like group, uh-huh. Murder Inc. And he would always go, murder. And so 50 Cent does this really good verse to open it up. And then for, like, the little hook, it goes, murder. I don't believe you. Murder. I don't believe you. <laughs> and it was the greatest diss of all time. <laughs> Weirdly, it had something so simple. Oh um, was just so effective just to be like, I don't believe you. And it was so great. Right. <laughs> something so nice about nana nana boo boo. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like, ugh. Anyways, why was I talking about that? Oh. I don't know. Why was I talking about that? You, you said this has nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> After I asked you, <laughs> What'd you ask me? what rules would you like to see implemented? Oh, let the kids celebrate. Yeah. Um, let them jump around and have fun and say, I don't believe you. <laughs> and do stuff. Let them celebrate. What the fuck are you doing? Like, we love that as fans. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we see it in baseball to flip in the bat. Yeah. Um. There, one of the greatest moments of all time was that Randy Johnson um, came out and, uh, I mean, not Randy Johnson. God, it's, what am I talking about? Randy Moss came out and uh, he, no, not Randy Moss. God. Randy Marsh? Randy Marsh. <laughs> Marsh. Uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens did the whole thing where he celebrated Yo. on the star. Yeah. Um, do you remember that? The Dallas Cowboys star? Do you remember <sighs> who that is? Oh, anyways. He, uh, Terrell Owens was p- playing the uh, Cowboys, and he went out and he celebrated on the star at 50 yards. Yeah. So he got the touchdown, ran all the way to the 50 yard, and celebrated on the star. Is then that when he like uh, used it as a video camera? No, no, that no. was a different one. Okay. Um, later, a Cowboy got a touchdown. They ran out to the 50 yard, and they put the ball down on the 50 yard line, and were like, this is our star, right? Mm. Then Terrell Owens got another touchdown, and he ran out. <laughs> the star again and as he ran out one of the players the Cowboys sprinted after him and Terrell Owens barely got the ball in the star before he got like pulled <laughs> over it was the coolest fucking shit <laughs> it was so awesome um it was there's a million cool things Randy Moss pretended to pants the Packers one day he pretended to pull his butt out and like kind of shake it at the Packers fans and there was like an uproar it was like who gives a shit he's taunting have fun without taunting and celebrating at the game we wouldn't have the dab we love the dab we love the dab thank you Cam (laughs) (laughs) thank you Cam um, hey, oh, uh, one edit point. I want to apologize for uh, an error I made earlier in the podcast. I was referring to Spygate, not Deflategate, when I was talking about the uh, Patriots 
um, knowing the rules. Yes, that yeah. would be that would be Spike. Yeah, yeah. Deflategate was another uh, debacle they had. <laughs> Which boy howdy. <laughs> Which boy howdy they have a few. The other one I want to make sure that I know exactly the rules for it. Um, NFL overtime has gotten better, but it sucks. Okay. Um, it is a um, thing. So the rules now are. The first team who gets the ball can get a field goal or a touchdown. If they get a field goal, the game keeps going, and the other team needs to get another field goal or a touchdown to win it or tie it. Yeah. Okay? If they don't get either, the other team just needs to score. If they get a field goal, the other team can get a touchdown and win it. Okay? Um, And that's, like, a whole thing. If they get a touchdown, it's over. So the first team gets a touchdown, the game's over. And that's kind of bullshit. Um, here's what the NCAA does, and it's kind of cool. Uh, if the game, if the score is tied after an overtime period, the two teams will move to the next overtime until the winner is declared. First possession is uh, done by a uh, coin toss. At the coin toss, there's no kickoff. Whoever wins the coin toss gets the ball first. You start at the 25-yard line, and you got to get to the end zone. And you get your four downs per 10 yards. That all goes the same. But you need to get to the end zone, or you need to kick a field goal. Then the other team gets the exact same opportunity from the 25-yard line over there. Oh. And you keep going until it's not tied by the end of those two things. Uh, so you don't have to, like, and watch a hole. No, and it's sick. It's yeah. so much fun. There was a game last year. It's where like there was penalty like, kick in soccer. There was a ga- exactly. There was a game last year where there was, like, eight in a row, and it was so awesome and, like, stressful and fun to watch. And, like, let's say I get a f- touchdown on the first – um, uh, drive and you get a touchdown on the first drive or you don't and I don't in an NFL game, it just keeps going. It's just like watching more football, which is fine, but like get, make it crazy. You know what I mean? It's like in Super Smash, you want that sudden death overtime. That's what's fun. 300% helped. I know, that's what's fun. Yeah. Anyways, I would love to see that implement implemented. I think it would be so cool for the sport. Um, there's already a million dumb rules in football, um, and one of the major controversies that like we didn't really address is they are making it now so hard for anyone to hit the quarterback, okay? And the reason is mm. the CTE. This quarterback's yeah. one of the most defenseless positions. So one of the people that gets hurt the most because they're just kind of standing there with no momentum, and then this guy's coming with all the momentum and bowls them over. Um, and it's a good thing that they're protecting CTE, but it's also, like, I'm not one of those, you're ruining the game, people. But, like, yeah, there's certain aspects where, like, in the Cowboys versus Packers game a couple of weeks ago, um, Aaron, uh, Dak Prescott literally had his helmet like touched, and it was 15 yards. Wow, roughing, roughing the passer, and it's because they don't want any head collisions with a, with anybody anymore. And even if it's inadvertent, uh, they even made a rule now that you can uh, suspend players, you can eject players, not just for fighting and stuff, but for in-game contact. I think um, that's fine. Th- I think that's fine too. What was the guy the, on the Patriots? Aaron Hernandez. Was that the guy who killed someone? Yeah. That's what does that have to do with it? It was found that he he became much more aggressive and no, sure, sure, violent oh, because of CDE. No, okay, fine. I thought you were talking about he did it on the field. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, he should have been ejected. No, for brain, killing that guy. Brain trauma. You listen to like most serial killers have early onset brain trauma. This shit makes you violent and yep. more animalistic, and it doesn't stop when you're off the field. Yeah. So, while, hey, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know a lot about sports, but I know a damn lot about, like, angry men, and you should do what you can to make sure that we have less of that. Sure. 
There needs to be a better way. The I think the problem is it's not consistent. Mm. It's not consistent, and they're they're trigger happy with the flags. Gotcha. And teams are being penalized for inadvertent contact. That like people are trying to hurt you out there. If you're not trying to hurt somebody and you scrape their helmet, you should not get a penalty. Gotcha. Because um, that's money on the line too. Sometimes. Oh no, they only have so much. <laughs> but you gotta understand, it's all relative. Yeah, it's all yeah. Relative. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's that pretty much, man. Uh, the rules are crazy. Um, most of the f- flags that you ask what they are are going to be either holding, r- uh, false start. Yeah. Yeah. What is false start? I've seen that a lot. If play begins when the center hikes the ball to the quarterback, yeah. okay, there are different players that are on the line. There's the tackles. There's a left tackle and a right tackle. Mm-hmm. There's the guards. There's a left guard and a right guard. And then there's the center. The center hikes the ball, and only then can anybody on the line start to move. And if you uh. move before that happens, it's a false start. Ah. And if on the defense you jump over the line, you can get back before they snap it. But if you get over the line and then they snap it, it's offsides. What Aaron Rodgers likes to do is he calls these cadences that gets them off the line, or sometimes he'll do it. The, what, what he does the most that's the most interesting to me is you can only have 11 players on the field at any time, and sometimes teams are switching players, um, like one player's coming out and one player's going in, and so there's 12 people on the field. And what Aaron Rodgers will do is he'll hurry up and call the play. And so he'll hike it while there's still 12 players on the field, and that's a flag. And so what he gets in that instance is a free play because the play keeps going, and he can just – do the dumbest throw in the world, and even if they intercept it, it's going to come back because they have a flag. Yeah. So he keeps experimenting like that. It's cool because, like, watching a free play of Aaron Rodgers is really fun. Cool. So, yeah, false starts. Holding is if um, you are trying to tackle my guy and you get by me, but I'm still holding on to you and trying to pull you back. Mm -hmm. can't do that. Once they get by you, you got to let them go Um, unless you can get right in front of them again because you can't block people in the back. Okay. That's a lot of it. Well, those are Connor's cues. Yeah. I think it's time for our next segment. Wait. Do you remember what it is? Well, I got to dust off my memory. And also, I'm going to dust off this thing underneath this table. What is it? Let me. (laughs) It's my soapbox. (laughs) Get up on that thing. I will. Um, Football. (laughs) Let's let's talk about it. (laughs) I never played. uh, So I played baseball and soccer when I was younger and basketball and I mostly played baseball and basketball and I played those all through elementary school and all through uh, intermediate mm-hmm. um, and then some of high school when I got to seventh grade I always liked football but I never played and I was like I want to play football and so I signed up for football and I played in seventh grade and part of eighth grade and I was really bad um, <laughs> I was just really I was scared of the game. Yeah. I was scared. I wasn't scared of being tackled. I was scared of losing. I was scared of being the reason we lost. Wow. So okay. they made me uh, on the kick the kickoff team. And when you're on the kickoff team, um, there's these things called like the edges, and they're the sides. Uh, that's what we called them. They were the sides of the uh, field. One guy on the left, one guy on the right, and you stay along the goal line, and you make sure no one gets by you to the side so they can't run it back for a touchdown. Yeah. And I would always let them run it back for a touchdown because I would get over-eager and think I could make a tackle, and they would outrun me and go. I was a quarterback um, and because I wanted to be, and they said, who wants to be a quarterback? And like nobody went over there, and I went over there. <laughs> and I could throw the ball really well, but I couldn't run, and we never threw the ball, ever. We always ran the ball. 
and I was not faster than Brian White, who got the starting <laughs> role. Uh, the starting <laughs> role. I'm already in theater. Um, <laughs> he got the. Uh, he got the. I was just the understudy. I mean, yeah. backup. Yeah, backup. <laughs> he was the starter. I was the third string backup, and I was not happy about it. But um, that's like the understudy to the understudy. It was. I liked being on the team. I liked certain aspects of it. Uh, I got in a fight once. That was kind of cool, and I beat this kid up. Uh, he was saying mean things to me, and he called he called me uh, a bunch of bad words. And so I can you say any of them? No. Wow. He okay. Ca- he called me the f word, the gay one. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, he called me that a lot. And so I grabbed his face mask and I shoved him down. And I <laughs> like picked him up and down and banged his head in his helmet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that shut him up. <laughs> and then, weirdly enough, he went on to play football for the Patriots and killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's joking, people. Joking. He went on to become he was Jack the, guy the who Ripper. Got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy who got killed. <laughs> I remember when that happened. There was one picture of the victim of Aaron Hernandez, and it was just him, like at a birthday cake, being like, and he yeah. has a bunch of candles. Cool. It's so sad what happened. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the one play I remember the most from football was one time. I got. I remember two, two plays the most. One time, my best friend at the time was named Chase Cobb, and Chase. Um, was a running back, and I was a defender. And we had this drill where it was basically it was about, it was pretty much a square. It was five yards forward, five yards side to side. And Chase would start at one, and, and the defender would start at the other, and maybe ten yards. And Chase just had to get by you, and Chase was good. So they would just line different people up, and there was a line of us just going up against Chase, and he would just run past you, or he would bulldoze everybody. And I was going up, and he was my best friend, so I didn't want to, like, do this anyways. But I was like, all right, let's go. And so I got up there and he was like smiled at me like he knew he was going to kick my ass because he knew I was terrible. And I was like, oh, here we go. And then I ran forward. All I did was I planted my legs. He went to go like truck me like he put his shoulder down. As he trucked me, I wrapped my arms around the back of him and fell backwards and he fell with me and I got him. And like there was like a ooh from the audience. And then uh, coach just completely deflated me and just went, nice catch, Edgar. And I was like, (laughs) and uh, I remember that. Uh, And then I remember the other thing I remember was um, one time I was playing the edge on the kick, and I ran over, and the guy had the ball, and I had never gotten a tackle the whole year. And so I went over, and all I remember is putting my hand towards him to tackle him, and one of my hands missed his shoulder blade. It went right near his eyes, like into his helmet. Oh, no. And so I retracted my hand quickly, grabbed the back of his face mask, oh. and threw him to the ground. Oh. And I felt terrible, but I had tackled him. And he got up, and he was all good. And I was like, are you all good? He's like, yeah, yeah, And he walked away. And then literally this happened. I walked by the refs, and one of the refs say, said to the other one, do you uh, – you see a face mask on that one? And the guy went, nope. And he went, all right, cool. And they walked by me, and I went, <laughs> blind as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> those are, I have many more football stories, but those are my two big ones. <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> right. Well, football. well, thank you very much for your soapbox. All right. Um, now we move on to our last segment here. Uh, it's 
where you test my knowledge. I have to test your knowledge. And All Connor, right. I am going to play Roger Goodell, um, the infamously terrible owner. Uh, we will get this right. Uh, the commissioner. Yes, the He's commissioner. Not the sorry. Uh, Lee, uh, yeah, of the NFL. Yeah. Um, so I will play him, and you will play new upstart coach Zap Bully, <laughs> who is the new coach of the Anaheim Fingerlickers, the newest <laughs> the newest team in the NFL, the 33rd team. And you're going to come in, and you're going to propose to me three new rules and why you think they're going to be great for the league. All right. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. I'm an idiot. Fuck me. How are you? Sorry, I'm late, Mr. Goodell. Traffic around Galaxy's Edge was bananas. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. What's up, Zap? Piece of shit. Hey, Doris. Yeah. You got any babies? Uh-huh. Get them over here. <laughs> Ate them. Fuck me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, Mr. Goodell. Wait, I sorry, real quick. I got a call. Who's this? Ray Rice. What's up, buddy? Fucking love you, dog. Oh, yeah. What'd she say? Oh, and what'd you do? Oh, that's sick. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Bye, Ray. <laughs> All right, man. What's up? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. It's so crazy to be here in the inside of the NFL commission. <laughs> Anyway, I had three new rules I'd like to pitch to you. Zap, gotta tell you, I love them already. Let's get going. You want some Coke? <laughs> uh, no, I'm okay. All right, I'm gonna put on my balls. <laughs> it doesn't even do anything, it's just cool. <laughs> oh, wow. All I think about when I put on my sweaty, hot balls is when I rinse these off in the shower, it's gonna go into the water supply. And some poor kid down in Louisiana is gonna be sucking up some cocaine. I love it. Mr. Commissioner, <laughs> I'd like to focus on these rule proposals. Yeah, go ahead, Zap. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe we could actually institute some kind of policy that protects our players and if not necessarily protecting them with CTE stuff, maybe... Okay, cool, because there's no fucking way. Well, I was thinking maybe... Unless the bitches start bitching. <laughs> I was thinking maybe we could implement some extra padding along the body, so if they do fall back, the body recoil might protect the neck from whipping back and injuring their head. Oh, that's cool. And maybe on their cock. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we gotta keep those pristine. Because we like to fuck bitches around here. So an- another thing we could do. Unless they start talking back. An- nah, mean. <laughs> another thing we could do. I'm evil. <laughs> and you apparently have much more of a spine than I thought you did. Huh? <laughs> That's my tail, dog. <laughs> I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rule number two. Yeah. Maybe we could get a commission together to kind of clarify what it means to be a pass. It could be uh, players all throughout the league's history, referees, coaches, owners, all of us kind of get together and really define what it means to throw a pass and to catch a pass. Oh, yeah. Um, That sounds fucking cool, except (laughs) I feel like I'm going to have to get a committee together to figure out how to pass on this offer, because it's bullshit. Huh, I do not want to take this back to the finger lickers. <laughs> it is not looking good. All right, well, I've got... Whew, I got one Wait last. one second. Hello? Adrian Peterson. What's up, dog? Oh, your kid acting bad again? 
Where'd you hit him this time? That's cool. Did he get the water I sent over? Yeah, cocaine ball water. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Adri. Sorry about all the phone calls. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> no problem. So the last one I'd like to propose. Uh-huh. Look, everything that's going on with the NBA and Hong Kong right now. Oh yeah. I I really look at this. Look at this Chinese impression I'm gonna do. No, away. that's okay. Oh, okay, okay. No, that's okay. You don't need to do that. <laughs> okay, for me. okay. I've got Anaheim values. You I'm just gonna I'm gonna goes. do it silently here. <laughs> wow, that's so racist. They should call you racist, Raj. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, it just makes me think that, you know, I, I really took a lot of uh, time to really reflect on what Adam Silver, commish of the NBA, yeah, had to say about piece it. Yeah, shit, bald fuck. Oh, well, <laughs> anyway. Looks like was, a tumor that come to life. I was thinking maybe we could allow the players, it's you know, not a tumor. If, if NFL is... <laughs> If the NFL is one of America's pastimes, yeah. maybe we could be a little bit more extra American and allow the players to speak their mind uh, both on and off the field. Wow. That's actually a really cogent thought. I can tell you've put some effort into that. And you're right. Football is America's pastime. And I think it's past time that you get the fuck out of my office, you oh piece no. of shit. Uh, I'm going to rip your oh balls no. open like Adrian Peterson did to his own son with a switch. And uh, I think he's cool. <laughs> oh, no. I'm getting dragged out. <laughs> and whoo, I'm the ghost of Aaron Hernandez. No. What's up, Rob? No. Bump nuts with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Just for people at home, we missed the bump nuts. <laughs> Because I was a ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah, sick, 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 I would like to know, does is Roderick Goodell Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Roger the Ripper. <laughs> From down under. <laughs> Players should be seen, not heard. <laughs> the inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> <coughs> I will say, um, who was the original owner of the Texans? Uh, fucking Bob, Bob McNair. Bob McNair. They they did oh. when we were at the Texans game. They had like this uh, in honor of. They Bob put him McNair. in the hall at the Texans hall. Of Fame. Yeah, and you were the only person who went boo. I did. Everybody was clapping. I went fuck him. Piece of <laughs> shit. Trump donor. <laughs> Asshole. Um, Connor, we did it. We did it. We're back. <laughs> we everyone. back and we conquered football. Woo! Oh man, we took that shit down. We took him to task, and now I hope you know a little bit more about the rules and how they're kind of you know what to look for. I do. Uh, I'm definitely gonna try to watch the game this Sunday and try and get a. a any game, really. Yeah. To try to get an idea of what's going on. Please. I can't say this. Uh, we took a long break. We're back, baby. But in that break, I have not stopped talking about sports. You really haven't. You keep I, talking about sports. I send you tweets. You I do. send you memes. You do. I try this to. This LeBron stuff, you've been very vocal to me about it. And you have a good take. And it's my take, too. I mean, maybe that's why I think it's good. But um, it's <laughs> insane what's happening right now. And it's so weird that we talked about that in a, an early episode about how squeaky clean LeBron's <laughs> record is. And then we had a conversation about LeBron that inspired me to say, like, we need to get this podcast going. Yeah. And it was. Now, it was literally him. He sold out all the social capital. We talked mm-hmm. about doing an episode on LeBron. Boy, am I glad we did it after this. Yeah, because now we can talk about everything. Yeah, now we can see much more nuance. Of that, hey, he may be a player, but he's still a human being. Yeah. He still has his faults and yeah. hypocrisies. Yeah, he does. Um, he does. 
Connor, any uh, plugs you wanna you wanna put in there, bud? Uh, hey, you know, m- live on Mondays, you can catch me, uh, KPFT, doing FM Rager with my roommate Ned. Um, it's released out into the wild on Tuesdays. Other than that, I have no real plugs. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Um, not really. Uh, go see Hello Dolly in <laughs> January. Um, besides that, uh, Honey I Shrunk the Binge is gonna be back in December, I, I believe. Eat. Uh, and we're kind of doing a new little spin on some things that we're really interested in talking about. Oh, my so, goodness. I can't wait to see you. I know. And here. So uh, go uh, do that. But before we do that, um, Connor, I have to give you some homework. Uh-oh. What do we got? Uh, this is a tragedy. Uh, very serious story uh, that I, just, I think is a good – opens us up to a little bit of talk about this subject we haven't really talked about, which is like drugs in, the, uh, in sports and uh, not like – Performance enhancing, but like oh. recreational. I want you to talk about Len Bias, uh, L E N B I A S, who was the um, second overall pick in the 1986 NBA draft and never played a game. I think I might know what this is. Yeah. Um, very, very sad if yeah, it is what I'm thinking of. Very sad. And I can't wait to tell all of our <laughs> listeners about it next time. Yeah. Um, hey, for me, that's Connor Clifton. For my host, Cody Edgar. Uh, thank you all so much for listening and sticking around, and we can't wait to see you next week. Later, knuckleball. Bye!